Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the Sex Wrap. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to The Sex Wrap. You're here with Spring and Andrew, and we are here to talk about sexuality, sexual health, relationships, anything sexy. (laughs) I love chatting about all of those things, anything sexy at all. (laughs) And we are definitely talking about something sexy today. Um, We have been doing Touch Yourself Month here at The Sex Wrap, and we have gone through a lot of, you know, really detailed things about how to do testicular self-exams, how to do breast self-exams, how to give you and other people in your life nipplegasms. And now we are here to talk about what you've all been waiting for this month, masturbation. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, so we actually have an episode about masturbation from years and years ago. So you can check it out. Um, we're talking about like the health benefits of masturbation. But since then, we've received a whole bunch of questions about masturbation myths. Um, and we thought it'd be really fun to round out our Touch Yourself Month by talking about all of the ways that we're told incorrect things about our bodies and and then sort of correcting some of that misinformation. Um, because if you listen to episode, is it number eight? Eight, yeah. Wow. So it's like, it's not going to sound as good as we sound today because we didn't quite know what we were doing yet at the time. But um, you weren't gonna, even on that episode. It was Anthony and I. <laughs> re- masturbation was Anthony? Yeah. I don't I talked about it. Oh, well, so, we, so this is a great we, one for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you were you were unavailable that day. So, um, yeah, Anthony and I had written an article about the health benefits of masturbation. So we did that episode, yeah. Um, also, I can't wait to talk about masturbation with you, Andrew. Have we not talked about masturbation I together mean, before? About- <laughs> If you listen to our episodes, like at least once every couple months, there has to be at least a five minute break where we talk about the health benefits of masturbation (laughs) and all the great things that it can do. But we've never talked about all the myths about masturbation. So this is a myth breaking episode. Um, And why don't we start by talking about health, right? Like there's all of these myths about masturbation where it can cause mental health problems. It can cause physical health problems. Um, you hear silly things like it can make hair grow on your palms or it can make you go blind. Um, I mean, and you know, if either of these were true, like the entire world, men and women would have and non-binaries and non-binary. And I mean, I sometimes want to say everyone in between, but I don't, they're not in between. They're their own thing. So like men and people who do anyway, Everybody would have hairy palms and everybody would be blind. Like, like it's just so silly that people believe these these myths. Um, some people and, think that And I wanna I wanna say, you know, these myths are actually very common. You know, Andrew and I teach these undergraduate sexuality classes, and you know, we always allow people to ask questions anonymously in these classes. And 
people still ask questions about these things. People are still nervous that there is some truth to these claims. Like even if maybe you don't go all the way blind, but maybe it affects your vision or maybe, you know, you don't grow hair all over your palms, but you do get hairier, you know, like people are really concerned about these things. And I want to like say like these aren't, these aren't just silly, like they're actually hurtful myths, oh, yeah. right? Like it impacts people's well-being because they get they get anxiety about touching their own bodies because these myths are so prevalent. And even if people have the like understanding to say this can't really be true, they still wonder, can a kernel of it be true? And I think that's what I really want to like get down to today that like these are not based in any fact at all. There's not even a kernel of truth here, right? It's not like something that's been blown out of proportion. It is fundamentally false. I mean, and it's on purpose. They're made because the people who started these myths and rumors want you to not touch yourself. They want to be in control of your sexuality. They want, you know, they want that puritanical worldview where like, you know, sex is a gross thing and your body is a gross thing and penises and vaginas are gross things. Um, and all of these myths sort of circulate around that and support that worldview. So we're, we're going to be breaking down that worldview and it can really be harmful when people believe those things about themselves. I had a student ask me a question last semester when I was teaching sex class about masturbation and he had started to go bald. And then he asked me like, Hey, so I heard that masturbation is linked to people going bald and I'm going bald. Is it because I'm masturbating? And I said, hold on, one, hold on one second. So you, you are a male identified person who was born a male and you are masturbating. Those things are natural and normal. Men also are very likely to go bald and have balding starting in their teens and in their 20s and in their 30s. And the vast majority of men experience quite a bit of hair loss over that time period. And it has absolutely nothing to do with, with masturbation. It has to do with like dihydrotestosterone and receptors in your follicle. Technical, like there is a reason why it happens. Um, but I had a student who was really freaked out about it and asked me a question about masturbation because they had heard that masturbation causes them to go bald. It didn't stop them from masturbating, though. So they were nervous, like, but it didn't thank stop goodness. them. Thank goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, but like, how sad is it that, you know, like someone would be masturbating and then like be so anxious about these things in the back of their mind? And like, you know, not only does it like, impact their enjoyment and pleasure that they get from their bodies. But it's also like when you have this like anxiety going on in the background, like it really impacts your ability to function well. You know, it like it takes a lot of energy away from the energy you want to be putting into things in your day, into your work, into your relationships, into, you know, your next big goal, like whatever it is. Um, that anxiety is just like taking energy. It's like zapping it, like de -de 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 -de. steal, 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 steal. <laughs> Stealing not your hair, but how you feel about your body and how good you feel about yourself and the joy that you have um, with yourself and with other, with other people too. Um, so any myth that you hear about masturbation, like masturbation causes this health effect, then all kinds of sex would also have that negative health effect, right? Masturbation is just a way to have sexual pleasure and sexual release without other people's sex organs being involved. That's really all it is. It's like the same physiological processes are going on. Just really crazy how they get attached and how people believe them. Um, there's, an, there's another myth I want to talk about. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, all right. 
there is this ongoing myth that women don't masturbate or only men <laughs> masturbate or if women masturbate they're sluts or if men don't masturbate there's something wrong with them there's all of these gendered scripts and gendered myths about it um when we look overall there are some differences in the percentages of the population that does masturbate like it's estimated that about 90 percent of men masturbate in some level of regular masturbation and only about uh, 75% of women masturbate with some level of frequency. So there is a little bit of a difference, but 75% versus 90%, like the vast Still majority, the vast, vast, vast majority of people are masturbating, right? So like the, the gender differences, and I think the reason why we probably only have 75% of women masturbating are because they have all the shame about it, because this myth about it, like they're dirty or they're a slut, or if they do it, you know, like there's something wrong with them, or if they use a vibrator, there's something wrong with them. Um, masturbation is completely normal and healthy for all sexes and all genders. And, you know, it, 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 I think I would think if we were in a perfect world where we didn't have all the shame surrounding bodies, especially women's bodies and women's pleasure, that we would have pretty much equal levels. But I do think there's enough shame because people believe these myths about masturbation that a lot of women probably don't touch themselves, that they don't get to know their bodies and they don't experience that kind of pleasure. Um, and of course, this leaks into other aspects of women's lives as well. Like one of the great benefits of masturbation is you know what feels good to yourself. Like you know your body well enough to say, oh, this is the kind of motion. This is the kind of stroke. This is the kind of lubricant that really feels good for me. And somebody who doesn't masturbate isn't able to effectively communicate what works for them, what feels good for them. It's sort of like a giant blind spot that you've given because you're not touching yourself and you don't know. So Andrew's talking about these like sexual benefits, right? Like knowing your body and being able to communicate to your partner what you want is going to improve your sex lives and all the experiences you have with other partners. Um, and there's all these health benefits, right? So the health benefits are mostly actually health benefits of orgasm. Like the release that you get is like a stress release and it like releases these hormones that actually are good for you in so many ways. And we have that whole episode on how, um, masturbation is good for your actual physical health. Um, and it's like these other really big pieces of it too, that is like, it is holistically, you know, helping you understand your body, be more connected to your body, be more in tune with your body. Right. And like all of that is just like emotional well-being and mental health. And so the benefits, you know, are really wide. And I think, um, when we think about like all these gendered myths around masturbation, it starts to say like, oh, it's like another, another like health thing that is like unfair. <laughs> and, and I think that this impacts um, people that identify as trans or non-binary also. I think that, you know, we were talking about these gendered myths, but also for people that are trans or non-binary, um, they can also have some like shame around their sexual body parts and their genitals and what they're doing with them caused by society and like what they're being told is okay. And so I think, you know, it's, it's even broader than just the male female and like what we need to do is start to destigmatize, you know, masturbation overall, which is one of the points of this episode, right? Like we're trying to say like, okay, all of these things are myths. They're not true. And let's counter them. Like not 
not just like, let's know they're not true, but let's talk back to them and let's talk back to them out loud and with each other so that we're destigmatizing this also. It's really important that you actually say something when you hear one of these myths, right? We hope you listen to these episodes and you learn about yourself and your body and that there's all of these great ways to experiment and this month to touch yourself. But when you hear misinformation, the only way that we can get rid of it is to shut it down to say like, hey, actually, that's just a random myth that someone came up with because they were trying to control your sex or control your sexuality or shame you or like, that's really what all of these myths are about. It's about shame and control of other people. Um, but with that said, um, we have to go uh, take a short commercial break. But when we get back, we're going to keep talking about some of these myths and then what we can do about them. Thanks for listening, everyone. Welcome back to Touch Yourself February. Today we are talking about masturbation myths. And so, so so far we've been talking about some of the the physical ones, like I'll get hairy palms, and then we're talking about some gendered ones where, you know, there's these gendered differences overall with masturbation. And we've been talking about some of the health benefits too. Um, and the health benefits are physiological, they're psychological, they're relational too. And that brings me to the next myth that I sort of want to talk about um, is that Masturbation is only for single people, only for lonely people, only for people who can't find someone to have sex with, that masturbation is something that you do like alone in the dark by yourself and, and no one else can be around. Um, and all of those things I just said are part of that great big myth about masturbation. And if you th think about any of them, they're all about shame, like shaming someone for being single, shaming someone for touching themselves while they're alone. Like all of those situations are about building shame around people learning to touch their bodies. And what's interesting is that masturbation is something totally different than sex. And that's what I think is kind of being ignored in these myths, right? Because masturbation, anybody can masturbate. You don't, it doesn't matter whether you're in a relationship or not. Any, everybody still needs to masturbate. Everybody still wants to masturbate. It, your relationship status and whether you are doing other forms of sexual activity does not impact masturbation, right? Like people still want and need to do that because we need to know our own bodies. We need to be in touch with ourselves. I get it. And <laughs> we are, and we need to like, this is constantly changing. Our bodies are constantly changing. What we like constantly changes. So like, it's a, it's an ever lifelong process to like know your body and know what you like and like, and, and the health benefits and all of these things. Right. So like everybody gets to masturbate. So like relating it to relationship status or any, any linking it to any of these other things is like, is just silly because it's, it's a different thing than sex. It isn't, it isn't sex. It, it, it is not, it is not sex. Um, but along with all of that, masturbation is not always something that you have to do alone. Mutual masturbation is a great thing that you can do with a partner. You can show somebody what's going on. You can make it part of a sexual encounter with someone. You can have it be something that really increases intimacy. You can say, hey, this is what I really like and let someone else try the same thing on you. So while masturbation can be a solo endeavor, it can also be a lovely couples endeavor as well. You can have side-by-side -side masturbation. You can sit across from each other and look at your genitals while you're masturbating. You could have more than two people masturbating together. Um, 
So we really need to break out of this masturbation solo myth. Um, and there are some times where masturbation can be problematic in relationships. And most of those are when people are using masturbation as a substitution for intimacy. Like if I'm masturbating and not having sex with another person, like if, if Spring and I were dating and instead of us being intimate and she <laughs> wanted to have sex, uh, I would be like, oh no, I just masturbated. And then we wouldn't have intimacy. Like there are times and places where you have to have conversations about masturbation, but we know the vast majority of people who are masturbating, like 90 some percent, it is not impacting or negatively impacting their intimacy or how frequently they have sex with their partner or partners. Um, it's really just this is a great thing that you can do um, for stress relief, for mental health, et cetera, et cetera. As long as you get rid of I these was, myths. I was just watching a TV show where, um, you know, the couple was like, hadn't been having sex recently. And then she caught her husband masturbating and she was like, so angry. And, um, and I was watching that thinking like, I just want to talk to her and tell her like masturbation is different than sex. Like your, your whole like sexual interactions you're having with a partner are like based in so many things, right? Like it's a desire to be connected. It's about your relationship in so many different ways. And masturbation is totally separate. Like, yes, they're both sexual acts and like being angry at someone for like enjoying their own body is like, opposite of what would even like uh create a good relationship and good sex right (laughs) we just had an episode like is masturbation cheating should have been a bigger part of it because there are tons of people out there who think that if their partner is masturbating that they are cheating on them and when that comes up it, it is really not about the masturbation once again it's about the belief of control like i should have control over someone else's sexuality or i should have ownership over all of the sexual acts that someone does and that's not how sex works and that's not how our bodies works and that's not how your relationship should work your relationship should be hey we come together we have intimacy and we chat we love all of these parts and aspects of each other but you are still a sexual being of your own and you still have agency over your own body and you should be able to enjoy your own body. And as long as that joy is not getting in the way of joy with your partner or partners, like you need to set up some boundaries surrounding it as well. Because no matter what you think about another person, you don't own their sexuality. You should not try to control their sexuality. And if somebody is enjoying their body, you should have compersion for that and be like, oh, I love that you got off and tell me about those feelings and how was it and how can I be a part of this if that's something that you're interested in doing. Um, but it's about but, positively supporting the other person. And I just want to um, define that word compersion that Andrew just used. Compersion is like, being happy when your partner is happy about something. It's like loving that they are enjoying something and supporting that, right? So it's like the opposite of jealousy. Like instead of being angry about something they're doing, you're supporting them because you love them and you want them to be happy. Like my partner loves movies and I don't love movies. And I love when he goes to movies and gets popcorn and gets excited about movies. And I feel really good that he's enjoying something without me. But even movies, like, I mean, like, it's just like, that's like the the, the most platonic version of it. Um, <laughs> but like, if your partner goes and gets a massage, right? And your partner really enjoys it, and they it worked out knots, and they come home feeling relaxed, and like, oh, I feel so good. Like, 
if you feel good for them that they got a massage and they feel good that they got a massage, you've experienced what compersion is. Like, I'm so glad that you are less stressed or I'm so glad that your body felt nice. I'm so glad that there's less tension in your, whatever it is. Like everyone does compersion. And I think it's a skill that we should practice too, because I think practicing compersion makes so much of our sexual selves better um, because it helps us position, take and understand and gain pleasure when someone else gains pleasure. I love it. Compersion. Any other myths that we should talk about? I mean, we could literally talk about masturbation myths for six hours. There are so many of them out there. Um, Like, it will change your sexual orientation, or if you masturbate, you'll get addicted, or like, it just goes on and on and on. None none of those things are true. Yeah. And we do have um, an episode about like, um, can I be addicted to porn? We have a whole porn series also, but there's um, an episode specifically about, can I be watching, am I watching too much porn? Um, That's an episode I think that's really great. That is um, really related uh, to what we're talking about here. Um, That's episode 20 is watching porn. Okay. Um, and then there's that um, whole porn series that we go through, which is um, episode 138, 139, 140, um, which are also really highly related here. So I encourage you to go listen to some of those other episodes to get in to some of those ideas a little bit more. Um, but yeah, I think that, you know, the overall message that we really want to leave you with today is that, you know, masturbation is a natural, normal, healthy part of your life. And um, anything that you hear that says otherwise is um, trying to control you and is not true. Yeah. Like there are so many myths about masturbation, all of them that are trying to make you feel bad about yourself to make you feel like you should be ashamed of it. That masturbation is something you have to do like hiding under a blanket in your bedroom where no one else can ever know or see that you're not allowed to talk about it. Um, Or if we talk about it, it's only in terms of slut shaming people or stigmatizing people like, oh, you're such a loser that you can't find a girl. So you can't have sex with her. Like all of that is about stigma all of that's about shame, all of it's about control, um, and none of it's true, right? Like Spring said, masturbation, 100% natural, 100% healthy, like all of those things are fine. Um, And you should learn to enjoy your body. You only have one, you're only going to have it for a little while. So hopefully, you can give yourself a hand. (laughs) And um, related, highly related to our um, whole topic today. I have one of my favorite jokes. Uh And um, I might have, I don't know if, if any of you are longtime listeners, you know that at the end of every episode for a while, I was telling a joke, which was Andrew's worst nightmare and my favorite part of the episodes. But here we are. I'm bringing back the jokes at the end of the episode because I have a highly relevant one today. Are you ready? Uh, I I mean, I'm never quite... I am the antithesis of a dad joke. I I will eye roll and groan in preparation. Oh, no. Okay, here we go. Ready. Okay, get it out of here. Get it out of the system. Okay. So a guy goes to the optometrist to get his eyes checked and his eyes aren't doing so well. And the optometrist is like, oh, you need to stop masturbating so much. And the guy's like, oh, no, why? It's making me go blind. And the optometrist is like, no, it's making the other patients very uncomfortable. Oh, God. Uh, So I have heard that before. It might not have been you. Um, 
and with that, everybody, go get your eyes checked. Masturbation doesn't make you go blind. All right. Um, if you have any questions about this episode or would like to hear some more jokes from spring or any other questions about sex or relationships or anything else, like anything related, we'd love to hear from you. Um, you can call us. Uh, our phone number is 413-I-RAP-IT. That's rap with a W. You can send us an email. We're thesexrap at gmail.com. And you should definitely check out our Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. We are at The Sex Rap. Thanks for listening, everyone. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too af- Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate. A Sonic Universe.